Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, Nina. Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Yeah. Um, been very busy recently. Yeah. Um, had a lot on. Um, speaking to a lot of students. Mm-hmm. Being very active, but yeah, so a little bit tired. Looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. Um, Manchester United are back. Really? Playing Sheffield United away. What was what was your dream about them? So I was saying to Nina how I had a dream the other day that um, Manchester United were playing Crystal Palace at home. Um, we were winning 1-0 in the 80th minute and then after the 80th minute we conceded three goals and lost 3-1. It's horrible. We'll see if that happens, won't we? Yeah, bloody Maybe. Crystal Palace. Maybe not. <laughs> what are we talk about today, Nina? Uh, well, today... Dun, dun, dun. We're talking about the strike. Strikes, yeah. What's what's the strike, Chris? So, um, teachers and staff at the university and uh, and many other universities across the nation will be striking um, next Monday, all the way through to the fourth of December. We're recording this on Friday, Friday the twenty second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to so be ho- clear. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll get this out by Monday, or maybe a bit after. No promises, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's From Monday the 25th, yeah, eight yeah. days of strike action will begin. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, staff are striking over pay and conditions. Um, staff are striking over their pension pay being cut, um, and they are striking over the conditions that they are working in at the moment. Um, for a lot of staff, it's pretty poor conditions. There's casualization of, of labor, so a lot of staff will be on one-year rolling contracts. So it's very difficult to organise and live your life if you only have work assured for an, for one year. Um, and what will happen, the university, once that year's done, will often renew their contract and it'll go on like this for quite long periods of time. But then there's such uncertainty. Um, people often are also striking over inequalities in the workplace, pay inequalities um, for for women, for um, for staff of from a BAME background, etc., um, and the inequalities there. So yeah, so it's and the strike is both teaching can be both teaching staff and professional staff depending yeah. on who's a member of UCU. What's the UCU, Chris? UC. Oh God, what's UCU stand for? Universe U- Union of College. No. Union of Universities and College University and College Union. Yes, isn't it? That yeah. sounds yeah. That sounds good. God, we are we're not that prepared for this one. It's <laughs> yeah. It's been very hectic. <laughs> it's been very hectic with preparing for the strike. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, it's it's not just your teaching staff, but also professional services. So some staff that work in the library, for example, in in student life center, student support unit, um, will also be going on strike if they're members of UCU and start to. Mm-hmm. This and obviously, a lot of students will remember, and some won't, who are new here. This mm-hmm. is not our first strike in in recent past. Um, we had one in twenty eighteen over what I believe was just over pensions. Um, so now it's over pensions and conditions. I'm um, sorry, paying conditions. Whereas back then it was just over pensions. Um, so in twenty eighteen, there was a strike on campus for was it three weeks or was it two weeks? They announced 14 days, didn't they? Yeah. They, they had 14 days, but it, it was scattered for three weeks. And 14 working days, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 14 so working days. that would go days. over three weeks, wouldn't it? Yeah, so I think, if I remember correctly, what they did is, first week, they struck for first three days, the second week, like, for the whole week, and, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah so it went on for three weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And but- also, this time, um, they already... UCU voted on the eight days of strike action, but also action short of a strike. Yeah. Which means after the eight days of strike action, they will be working 
only to contract yeah, so things yeah. like um things like if you have something to mark they won't mark those if i believe correctly. yeah so they'll effectively just work to whatever is in their contract and this often means um a lot of the time academics and professional staff will spend with students above their work would would come under that so often when like say if you want to meet an academic to talk about some stuff that you've been doing and it's outside their office hours that would not fit in within their contracted what they're asked to do and yet often academics are asked to do marking that's not within their contract so that wouldn't happen um but yeah just those those kind of things that anything that is not expected of them um they will not do etc yeah and then yeah but basically what it means is that your teacher, teaching staff and professional staff or members of UCU can can strike and they're not legally obliged to tell anyone if they're striking. So, and and this is what we, what happened last time because I was a student last time and has already kind of happened from the students that I've spoken to is that some students, teachers have been very clear on I'm gonna strike, all of those things, have had conversations with their students, but some teachers will decide to not tell anyone because they they don't have to yeah yeah um and that's yeah that's completely up to kind of the individual choice and choice and how they kind of want to communicate that and some classes at least remember last time some some teachers cancel their class like in the system but some won't because you know that that's kind of stronger the right word stronger way yeah, of striking yeah, yeah the, um, the ultimate aim of yeah. the strike is to be disruptive yeah um so yeah so academics will be doing stuff and are entitled to do stuff mm -hmm. that is going to be disruptive yeah yeah exactly it highlights exactly how much academics and um professional staff give to this university more than what is expected mm -hmm. of them yeah and how disruption can be caused etc um and on, in that mm -hmm. same vein i would say students are well entitled well within their entitlement to ask academics yeah. as to whether they will be striking or not you mm -hmm. you cannot expect them to say exactly what they're going to do mm -hmm. but i think students have that right to ask yeah. whether there will be a lesson or not yeah and then there's some confusion as well because some classes will still go on because not all teachers are in the ucu so i remember last time for example global studies um you know you're nice to most so then in global studies most of most of classes were not happening but then in life yeah. sciences um, it was the least unionized in terms of yeah. teachers who are in the union. So then that teaching will still go on. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's, I think from students, there's quite a lot of confusion on what will be going on and everything, which is obviously the aim of the strike yeah. is to kind of, is, exactly. is to do this disruption. Yeah. And without promising anything here, uh, it does tend to be the kind of more um, liberal arts schools. Social sciences. Yeah, social yeah. sciences, liberal arts schools that are more likely to strike, but that's not to say if you're in life sciences, your academics wouldn't strike. Um, yeah. 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 And what it means for students is if your class is, is still going on and you don't show up because you want to support the strike um, or you, you're assuming that it won't go on, if you don't go, that will be recorded as an absent. But if your your class is not on that will not be upset absence and that specifically for international students who are here with tier four visas if your class is not happening um and you don't go that will not be your absence because then obviously the absences affect your tier four yeah, visa yeah. um so yeah, yeah. just yeah, so my, my general advice would be it seems unfair but generally if you are on a tier four visa i would go to 
all of your lectures and presume that they are on just so you don't um yeah cause yourself any issues with your visa later yeah. on. yeah which is yeah. in my opinion is really unfair to those students mm-hmm. um because why should they be treated any different than any other students and have that kind of weight on them but unfortunately that's just the university's position on this is that if the lecture is happening you should be there um but obviously i personally think in this time of kind of uncertainty that's an unfair position to have mm-hmm. but yeah yeah unfortunately that, that yeah and it, it is hard in terms of if international students choose to want to support the strike exactly yeah that then they have those things to kind of worry about as well and there is some confusion understandably with students about if you have assessments during that time um all of those things or will you be assessed on something that you're not you won't get teached on um and all of those things are in the university's responsibility to make sure that you will not be assessed on things that you weren't teached and all of the assessment things however they will reschedule them or make sure that you don't see that's an interesting one because i i remember reading somewhere i'm not sure whether this was the ofs guidance or if i've just this this has come Mm -hmm. to me in a dream (laughs) but i'm pretty sure i read somewhere that there was a guidance that it is not acceptable just to take things out of the um of the module of what you've been taught in your curriculum if there is strikes in terms of terms and conditions for students because you have lost out on education in that respect so it is not appropriate to take it out universities should be catching up on anything missed now i don't know i can't verify this so this yeah i think i get what you mean and that i think that came about that came about after the last strike where there was some kind of more strict on that when you're when you when you decide to take a place at sussex and the details that you you've seen about your course is are there and you come for that you 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 kind of as a consumer you have the right to be like i haven't been taught this i remember this actually because i yeah it was after the last strikes i was a rep in global studies and we i was involved in um I was in teaching and learning committee maybe in global studies and where they like approved the new modules so there was a whole discussion there on you can't really be that specific in yeah. the new modules anymore about what you will teach yeah. because if then in 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 the situation where we're kind of in if students take the position that they're a consumer yeah. they can basically challenge the university on i haven't been taught this yeah but I think that's that still like the the emphasis there should be on the university. Um, yeah, university have brought universities across the UK have brought about this situation where academics and staff feel like they have no other mm-hmm. alternative but to strike. So therefore, the university have brought this situation. This should be their responsibility to support academics and staff in ensuring that what was promised to students is still delivered. Yeah it should not fall on those mm-hmm. academics and those staff members yeah. because they have been pushed to this situation by mm-hmm. universities. Yeah. Anyway. Um, How does it affect students in other ways, Chris? So pickets. Mm-hmm. What's a picket? What is a picket? So this is this is my silly guide to it because pickets are an interesting thing. In, in my opinion, there are two types of pickets, right? Okay. There's a, there's a physical picket mm-hmm. which will be set up um, just at the zebra crossing um, on the way from the station to campus. I think there's going to be one at the top of campus near the gym. Yeah. If I'm right. Yeah, like where Freeman Building is. Yeah, and then yeah. one at the 
entrance near Stemmer Park, I think, potentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't quote me on that. But there will be kind of a, a selection of pickets, physical pickets around the university, mm -hmm. right? And they will act as a place for uh, staff and and supporting students or any kind of supporting group mm -hmm. to go and um, be involved in the strike and kind of rally up support. They'll be teaching on the pickets um, and there'll be that kind of, hopefully we're hoping kind of festival mood where people are supportive and there isn't any issues for students that need to, or students or staff that need to access campus. Mm -hmm. Then there's the kind of metaphorical picket, right? Mm -hmm. It's, and this is where the kind of crossing the picket comes into mm -hmm. that terminology. So cross, so the picket is effectively like this metaphorical space on campus. And mm -hmm. um, to cross the picket means going into any buildings where teaching or university business is done. Mm -hmm. um, so that means every single building on campus, apart from, in this case, Falmer House mm -hmm. and the Meeting House, they are both neutral zones. And I believe also there are a few rooms, the, um, I forget what they're called. Assisted technology rooms in the library yeah, for yeah. students with disabilities because um, some some students with disabilities will need the equipment there to be able yeah. to study. Or then Callum, who's our students with disabilities part-time officer, also made a good point that it's not even necessarily that students with disabilities will even want to go there to study, but to use a laptop yeah exactly like for anything else yeah. that they they need that equipment um so yeah actually um with the amazing work of callum um we have this agreement with the ucu this year that um those those assisted technology rooms in the library will be considered as neutral zones yeah. which is always a bit tricky because the library as a whole cannot be a neutral zone because there's yeah. ucu staff members who work in the library which is actually one of the things that has already came up in our feedback form that we did for students to ask us questions and um, and yeah give us feedback on what they kind of want from us yeah um, yeah that came up today that why is the library not a not a neutral zone and like why why did we decide it not to be and I think some students again understandably are quite confused with. The university, the U UCU yeah. and the Students' Union. Yeah, it's a where, confusing time, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And there's quite a lot of like different different actors and players here, but the UCU decides how, how they strike. And they obviously yeah. there's like legal kind of rules <laughs> as well in terms of striking. Um, and we, we, when I say we, I mean the Students' Union are not in control of those things. Yeah. We are working with the UCU with students um, and the university to kind of make sure that for students the time the strike time will be kind of as yeah what's the word yeah we are we are as supportive as possible for students and that there are still mm -hmm. safe spaces and students feel comfortable on yeah, campus yeah 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 that exactly. is yeah that's our primary mm -hmm. our primary motivation at the moment is to ensure that all students yeah. feel safe and um, mm -hmm. yeah are respected on campus yeah yeah but yeah, as as you say, that's that's the whole point, isn't it? Mm -hmm. UCU are in, in charge and they are because they're in charge, they can be disruptive and mm -hmm. that's what makes a strike mm -hmm. effective. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, exactly. Nina, what have we decided to do in this situation? Well, the students' union had a special, special council last week. Um council is our highest decision making body where we have um representatives from schools, from our different committees, and we voted on our statement, which you can see 
in our website um sussexstudent.com sussexstudent.com to be supportive of um of the aims of the strike um and the kind of everything that ucu is is fighting for fighting for so that's that's the students union position yeah but again although we're supportive of the strike and aims of the strike that doesn't mean that students who disagree with it or they feel like well we shouldn't be the ones um to suffer from the strike that we as the students union won't engage with those students or that we won't support them because that we're still everyone's students union not just the students who agree with this would you say that this is like a political stance because that's how i see it in my head i think this is a stance of solidarity yeah um so this is this is all about being in solidarity with those staff members and understanding that mm-hmm. right now this this okay this may be about their conditions etc but their conditions affect students right because if you have staff mm-hmm. members that are not respected yeah that are not looked after properly our edu- educational standards will decrease mm-hmm. at university and students will have a worse experience and we, yeah. when we when we talk about issues at the moment serious issues this university has in terms of attainment gaps in terms of um ge- uh, gender gaps etc and in terms of bias and racism and yeah all of these issues um we are not going to be able to improve upon these things yeah also the way international students are, ta- are, mm-hmm. are, are treated mm-hmm. um we are not going to be able to improve upon these issues if we have staff members mm-hmm. that are not respected yeah if we have staff members that are are seen as just this commodity the university can kind of suck all the blood out of yeah. and overwork it, etc. Yeah. So this and this is a kind of a campaign yeah. for the long-term education standards of yeah. this university. And also to make it clear that the strike action is the kind of last resort where the UCU and the teachers go to. Yeah. Um, so the UCU has been, they negotiated before and they've been negotiating after the last strike with UUK, which is universities uk which then represents all uk universities but those negotiations again did not result in a yeah, good outcome yeah, yeah. um so then because i well, i kind of yeah i have also heard from some students and understandably because everything is again very complicated and confusing is that why are they not talking to the university they have tried and they have kind of done done or gone through all of the process but they're not getting anywhere with that so the strike action is the kind of last resort to sure. better yeah, exactly. um working conditions and and all of that yeah yeah nina mm-hmm. sunflower lanyards oh so again our amazing students with disabilities officer callum with um collaboration with some other people got us some um sunflower lanyards which is basically basically this lanyard that you can um for students with disabilities and staff with disabilities can get them from the equality diversity inclusion unit um students with disabilities can get them from from myself or callum in farmer house basically a lanyard that you can signal you can show to people that you you even though your disability might be visible might not be a visible one um you still have some sort of disability and we're actually trialing with the co-op co-op at the moment where we had a briefing with their staff members to say that if you see anyone with the with the sunflower lanyard go ask you know if they would need any any help or you know if they can can kind of yeah get help with anything in while they're while they're there and then 
yeah, in relation to strike, we've had some um, really good discussions with the UCU and we actually uh, released a solidarity statement for students with disabilities. When students with disabilities might want to come to campus for, not necessarily even for their lessons, they might be supportive of the strike, but they have other reasons to come to campus. For example, for the student support unit, for the student life center, um, and all of those things that with the landing out, you can kind of signal that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think we do appreciate as well the the sunflower lanyard is not a perfect system. Like mm -hmm. I, I think yeah. a lot of students, some students wouldn't be comfortable disclosing that yeah. publicly. Mm -hmm. So we do under, understand that this mm -hmm. isn't like a perfect solution. We don't see this as kind of like oh that's dealt with. We've, yeah, we've exactly. found a solution for that. Yeah, and, and we, we are, we're yeah. not pushing anyone to be like wear yeah. this if you're you like if you it, choose yeah. to you can. Um, and so in terms yeah. of support for the students, students with disabilities who um, may be adversely affected during the strikes. Mm -hmm. Um, we do have support in place. Nina has booked out mm -hmm. a room for for all students, right? Mm -hmm. All students and staff to come and kind of yep. relax and have a quiet zone. And obviously we also yep. have our students with disabilities mm -hmm. room and family house on the first floor as well. And we have support yep. and advocacy and all the officer team and all the staff are obviously yep. here to support yep. any student, but also students yep. with disabilities as yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. And for students with disabilities room, you can get the, you can get the call from the reception or from me. Um, and yeah, if you ask any staff member, that if they don't know, they can ask um, reception and they should have it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm organizing like a well-being spaces during the strike. Um, I've booked rooms from nine to five um, every day of the strike and there will be, yeah, more information on that, but just kind of have a, have like a rest and have a bit of a, bit of a chill time yeah. while, you know, the strike action can get a bit intense and get can get like really stressful um so for people to kind of have that yeah. um i'm well, doing that well with done, Nina. oh thank That's you good. it's also i've had, i was just about to say i have um this um person who's been from the ucu side who's been organizing this with me and she actually got um she got some volunteers to come as well just to like be there to chat to people and um so yeah i'm excited about that what do you think the kind of are the SU's showing of solidarity to UCU looks like? What does it mean to you, Chris? Um, As the undergraduate education officer. I think, well, there's lots of different ways where we are and we can show solidarity. Mm -hmm. um, we live in a technological age, so obviously social media. Mm -hmm. doing, And I think we have been promoting a lot of stuff through social media. Mm -hmm. um, there has been a... Um, a change.org petition mm -hmm. to get students um, students money back for lost education um, and I know that can I think that was kind of the subject of some kind of controversy last time because people were saying well you're not supporting the strikes if you're getting money back but mm -hmm. I think that the approach we're taking this time we're trying to argue this is that this this you can do this and still support the strikes right because you, what you're trying to do is make the university responsible for their actions towards academics and staff mm -hmm. and receive back what you're owed in turn showing the university that this is not okay and in turn putting more pressure on them to sort out the situation and improve the, the situation for staff members um so you can sign that the petition um, is called sorry the university of sussex compensate students for strike action thank you nina um, you can get involved on the picket line each day. Um, there's the 
um, student staff solidarity network yep. who are organizing lots of stuff around that. There is um, a UCU teach out um, mega document. Yep. Um, where can students find that teach out? Sorry, it's it's a list of all the events going on around teach out. So mm -hmm. uh, academics and students are organizing teach outs in Mandela Hall. Um, all and about, some other locations. Yeah, uh, sorry, and some other locations all about kind of, it's not going to be the stuff you're missing in your academic mm -hmm. lectures and seminars, etc. It's going to be more about like issues around education, issues with the universities yeah. and kind of these kind of more meta issues that we're facing mm -hmm. in our world and yeah. in our society. That then, yeah, staff members and some students um, are organizing who are. Yeah. Um, where, where can they shopping? find that? Uh, all of the information is on our website. The best link is when you go on sussexstudent.com. In the first page, there's a news article, UCA Strike Action, latest information for students. And that has the kind of links to everything. Um, yeah, so yeah, if, if, if students want to get involved with um, supporting their teachers, um, the, Sussex, it's the student group is called Sussex Supports the Strike on Facebook. Strike Sussex on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and yeah, you, if you want to get involved, there's already students who are organizing around this, so you don't kind of have to do anything by yourself. Um, and they're organizing a demonstration on Monday, um, 12 to 3 p.m. And yeah, lots of other stuff. So if you want to follow them on social media or get involved, um, those are the links. Um, and then the NUS has also put out some materials for students which one of them is because not obviously not every student you know is an activist or kind of wants to get like hands-on involved but you can still do some things which yeah for example the NUS put out a template um like a letter template to write to your VC so it kind of has all of the information you can just like change some of the bits yeah, yeah. bits to um kind of put the pressure to university to get back into negotiations and yeah, you mentioned the reimbursement petition. Yeah, and then and then what I kind of said to some students the other day was that obviously we're here for all students and to offer support and and you know help out with things and we we can what we can do is organize students, lobby the university, all of those kind of things. But in at the end of it, in the core of it, we we can't decide to give any anyone money back for example we can yeah. lobby for it but it's the university's responsibility yeah, so responsibility for all of this yeah lies with the university yeah so we are here to facilitate students and yeah. support students yeah, yeah exactly so as kind of always not just during the strike action students can approach the university and can approach the ucu and kind of everyone as well directly and not just kind of through us which obviously we will do um but if you which if you if you don't want to you can also do kind of more direct um with the university and other people as well what else chris what else <laughs> i think you know i think we've covered everything we kind of can yeah so i feel like now would be a great time um nina to go on to conspiracy theories what what's the conspiracy <laughs> theory of the week do, do you have one more so my question um, so it's the last podcast we had Papa John's. Please don't sue us. Um, yeah, <laughs> I do actually have one. It's actually not a conspiracy theory, but kind of a conspiracy. Sure. I watched this video yesterday 
So I watch quite a lot of like true crime. Do you know what true crime is? I I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's basically. I've seen True Detective. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not that. It's basically like videos and like yeah. I watch mostly you like watch videos, videos of crime, like true like things that like actual crimes that so have like happened. People robbing people. No, actual crimes that have happened. So, for example, like lots of people do like around like mysteries. Like this this person. You know, these all of these people have died the same way, but and it's clearly a serial killer, but like sure, there's sure. never been found one. So yesterday I watched this video of this woman who uh was faking to be a nine eleven victim for wow. years. Okay. And she she got involved in this like survivors network for nine eleven victims and she was like leading it. She was raising all of this money. She went to Ground Zero. Um, she organized for the survivors to get to ground zero to kind of have this experience of going to the site and helping them to kind of move on. She went there and did all of these things, um, things and like showed the, there were lots of obviously kind of memorial spaces um, around 9-11 that were opened. She did a lot of, oh, showing the mayor and showing all of these important people around. But then it kind of started, co- like, I'm not covering up. It kind of started coming out that she was lying about everything. Oh, she claimed that she claimed that she was in the South Tower in the ground floor and her husband died. But then that person who she claimed that was her husband was not her husband. And at the end of it, people found out that she, she got, like, um, big articles made about her in the New York Times and in these big newspapers. Yeah. And at the end of it, someone, like, found out that she's actually not even American. She was wow. from Spain. She was in Spain when 9-11 happened. She wasn't even in the country. And then she started... She somehow started, like, online, I think, like, going on about this thing, how... Um, how she was there and how she survived and how she saw all of these things. And then only like 2003, she even came to the US for the first time. Wow. What a scam. Not that a conspiracy is... theory. This actually <laughs> happened. This is real um, thing. Yeah. So that's, you know, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's there's people out there that yeah. will just do this stuff. Yeah. So that was, that was a, can't think of any other conspiracy. Okay. Oh, there's a... <laughs> There's some really good Princess Diana conspiracy oh, theories. God. But I'm a bit worried. Should we that save those for next time? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and I think I need some guidance on if I can talk about those or if I'll get deported from the country. Wow. Okay. So. That's a great note yeah. to finish on, Nina. <laughs> um, thank you if thank you for tuning in to uh Hopefully I'm still back for the next one. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Um it's been it's been a pleasure as always. Um and thank you to Harry for yes, thank um, you, Harry. recording recording us this mm-hmm. week um ed has abandoned us <laughs> he's in amsterdam it must have been something we said I'm sure it wasn't sure. no he's having <laughs> sure. a good time in amsterdam he's enjoying himself in amsterdam so mm-hmm. that's that's the main thing but yeah, yeah. anything else nina um nothing cool thanks harry thanks harry all right thank you bye